Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. We living that best life. We living that best life. life come on now that's the best life we living by tina campbell my god i love that song if you don't have that song in your playlist you better put it in there you got to get some jump in your playlist especially when you're in a position or a situation in which you may be going through um a lot of times when we go through we have um we have uh more what i would consider to be um sad songs right and you need some jump in your life so that you can wake up right because it's so easy to be in a position of sadness when we're going through and the enemy will have us and we'll be like take me to the king and it's cool i'm not saying you shouldn't be going to the king but when i need to see a victory right when i need to experience a victory um, I need some music that says a victory because that I found out is what's going to rile the warrior up in me and doesn't leave me in a position of being sad. Well, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. It's your girl LMJ in the place this morning, and I'm so glad you are tuning in. And you can catch me a little bit later on the JC Loves Morning Show. Uh, I want to share a few things with you this morning, just about perspective. We're going to continue in our journey, man. The word for me, God, I'm like, God, come on now. It's been so good um, these last few days. And so I am just grateful of what God has been doing in my life and through this ministry and in us and all around us. And I thank you for peace. And I declare peace over you today. And I pray today you do not lean into your own understanding, but you look to him in all your ways. And remember that he is your rock, your redeemer, your strength, your life. I thank you for that, Lord God. Thank you when words come to me, even if they're not my own. I thank you for a fresh anointing today. I thank you, Lord God, that you destroy every yoke of bondage, of sickness and disease, and anything in our life that is limiting our 
capabilities. I thank you for every woman, boy, child, and girl that's a part of this devotional, that's watching this devotional. I cancel the assignment of the enemy off their life, and I thank you today is the day that they will experience breakthroughs, Lord God, miracles, signs, and wonders, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that the devil is under our feet, and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. We cancel the assignment off the enemy, off every t email, every text message, Father God, every phone call, and every conversation. And we thank you, Father God, that today you are getting the glory. We thank you, Father God, you are our present help. We thank you, Holy Spirit, you are making intercession and groanings for us, Father God, and leading us to pray when we do not know how to pray. We thank you, you are positioning us to prosper. You thank you, Father God, we are walking in stewardship and integrity and in Christ. We thank you, Lord God, that we have the mind of Christ, Lord God, and that the will of God is our will and that it supersedes our own. Bless your people today, Lord God. Increase their capacity, Father God. Let them see you and experience you like never before. I declare today, Father God, that they are living in their blessed state. They're living their best life and they understand that that life is achieved not on their own, but through Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father God, that a fresh anointing falls on us today. Father God, burn up the chaff, my God, anything in our life, Father God, that does not produce a seed, Lord God. We cancel the spirit of anxiety and depression and worry and weariness off our lives. And we thank you, Father God, for the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost, Father God, for who you are and whose we are and who you called us to be, Father God, and how you designed us, Lord God. Give us eyes to see, Father, beyond the capacity of what we've been seeing, that we will not limit you, that we will not live in a limited state, but that we will live according to your capacity, according to your glory, according to your will, and according According to your purpose on our lives. I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, for the ministry of reconciliation. I thank you, Father God, that you lead us, that you guide us, that you keep us, Father God, that your hope is in us, Lord God, and that we are bigger than our present situation, that we are not living intimidated by our present situation. I thank you, Father God, for your glory. I thank you for your grace, your mercy. I thank you, Holy Spirit, you are working in my personal life. My God, I thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. No weapon formed against us shall prosper, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that my lips are clay. Lord God, that I'll only say what you want me to say, Lord God. I am submitted to the Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father God, that the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart is acceptable in your sight, Lord God. I thank you that angels go before me, Lord God. I thank you that heaven and earth adores me. I thank you that the heavens are open upon my life and upon everyone's life under the sound of my voice. And I thank you we are. there is a victory in sight and we are walking in the fullness of who and what you called us to be. My God, anchor us in our soul. Lord God, we thank you. We are anchored in our soul and that we understand the capacity of how you designed us. Holy Spirit, go and have your way. Go do what only you can do. My God, my God, miracles, signs, and wonders. Miracles, signs, and wonders are coming our way. The unexplainable, Lord God, miracles, signs, and wonders. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I just pray today that you understand the capacity of who you are in Christ. Um, I'm going to share a few things with you today that I hope compel you 
um, to go deeper, to go higher. Um, Odell, you are not a part of the morning crew. <laughs> you are not a part of the morning crew. Talk about I need one of these t-shirts. I'll talk to JC. I think he has some t-shirts that are available for sale or whatever, but you're not a part of this, the morning show, people. Um, so I thank you for that. I thank you for purpose and life and God calling us. Hey, Uncle Frankie, God calling us into holiness and all that God is calling us to be in Jesus name. So we've been, we've on this journey and I want to share a little bit about perspective, but let me read this first. It says, in, in the name of Jesus and by the power of his blood shed on the cross, I command the penalty of the enemy. Any word curse that has been pronounced against me, my covenant partners, LMJ Ministries, my family, my sons, my grandsons, uh, my ministry, my church house, my pastors, any of them, any backlash of the evil one sent against me and my family to be broken, it shall not prosper as I nullify its effects in Jesus' mighty name. I proclaim a blessing to all that I am, hope to be and put my hand to and to all that pertains to my life, health, home, finances, ministry, and family. I call for strength, vigor, protection, and the supply of the Lord for the honor and glory of his name. Father God, I thank you for giving us daily bread today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, if you don't have this book, um, I don't do a lot of book recommendations, but I need to recommend this book. I'm almost at the end of this book. This book is called Killing Kryptonite. It's by John Bevere. I brought it up. Get it. <laughs> you need to get this book in your hand. You need to read this book. You need to chew, digest this book slowly. Don't make excuses. If you bought the book and you haven't read the book, you need to get the book and you need to read the book. This book is going to be important to your salvation. This book is going to help you um, understand holiness. This book will help you if you're dealing with places in which you keep returning to sin. Go get this book. This book is a blessing. Um, this book is not to be discerned in your natural man. This book has to be discerned in your spirit man. So as you're reading the book, you're going to have to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Um, I want to share a few things. I just, I told you we were in a new season and in a new season, you can't put new wines, right? Uh, into old skins. And so that means you've got to level up or change your mindset. You got to level up and change your mindset. And we've been talking about different things and I need to just share with you a little bit of my journey because hopefully it helps you. It is so easy for us to be complacent. It is so easy for us um, to be consistent in things, come on, Holy Spirit, that do not matter in this new season. And because we are complacent and because we are consistent and because we are focused on sometimes the wrong things, especially when fear um, fear is um, has set in, um, we will miss the opportunity. See, one of the things we didn't share when we talked about what Goliath represented was when I was reading off yesterday and talking about Goliath's armor and all that other stuff, he wore that intentional. <laughs> See, the enemy is real intentional into intimidating you. He wore that intentionally. He wore and he paraded around intentionally because his design and his desire is that by sight, they would fear him. They, by sight, they will fear him. By sight, they will be consumed. By sight, they will be overwhelmed. He was praying that they will be consumed and overwhelmed by sight, that the present situation would present. And he, and I'm pretty sure 
that he already knew that Paul was walking in a fearful place. Um, I, there's so much I want to share there. I, I truly believe the enemy knows he's scouted us, us to know, to know when we're in fear, to know when we're in repetitiveness, to know when we're not being led by the spirit of the Lord, to know when we're in kind of an accidental state and we're not paying attention to what God is saying to us. I'm pretty sure when Job and Satan were having a when God and Job were when God and Satan were having a conversation about Job, he already knew Job had some fear in him somewhere. Because when this thing begins to go down, Job says, "The thing that I feared the most came upon me." So Job had fear in him. There was some place in which he gave place to the enemy, and the enemy came in and he wanted to see what they see. Tests and trials will see what you made of. <laughs> tests and trials are going to prove what's in your heart. Tests and trials are going to see what you made of. If you put the pressure on someone, you're going to understand what's inside them at the moment that the pressure is placed. You're going to understand if they're going to cheat. You're going to understand if they're going to lie. You're going to understand if they're going to rely on their own measures. And so I want to help you a little bit this morning about perspective. I was just meditating on the perspective. See, I didn't know that I was going to walk into radio and television and film and all the different things that God is calling me into. I did not see that. I did not see it coming. I did not see full-time ministry coming. In my head, I had already designed, come on, Holy Spirit, my life after one prophecy, one dream, one testament of what I thought was supposed to be so. But as I go back and I look back over all my life, I am reflecting. I was reflecting this morning and I have seen the hand of God every time I've allowed him to lead me in a new season. A lot of times we won't experience our new season because we're not allowing God to lead us in that new season. We're caught up in the same thing. We're kind of caught up in a uh, cycle or we're caught up in different positions or our mindset is an old mindset and God is trying to deal with us and lead us in a new season. And we can't tap into the new season because our thinking is that of a limited life or our thinking is in a limited way. And in this new season, you have to have new thoughts, new mindset, new wineskin. Remember our springboard scripture has been telling us that only those that do not have the spirit in them think that these things are foolish, right? that they think that these things are foolish, that we're not, those are foolish things, but things are not foolish, right? Things are not foolish when we learn to discern those things spiritually, when we learn that those things have to be discerned through the spirit of the Lord and not ourselves. And so I just want to help you understand that your perspective could be limiting you from finishing the course and fulfilling the assignment of God off your life. You're headed in one direction and God is trying to place you in a new direction. He's trying to give you new things. He's trying to. And one of the biggest tricks of the enemy is because we will hinder, right? We will hinder the leading of the Holy Spirit because it feels unfamiliar to us. We won't walk in what God called us to do. And God will be trying to lead us into a different direction. And because we're not sensitive to the Holy Spirit and because we already have our life plan and because we've already decided this is the way it's going to go, we'll miss the opportunity of what God is saying for us in this new season. And we're in a completely new season. So I told you, I was not and I'm going to tie all this together. I was not in a position. I did not understand everything that was for my life or in my life. And as we get more into this story, if we backed it up, you will see that even before David believed, be, uh, de 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 defeats Goliath, he's already been anointed as king. 
Before he deletes, defeats Goliath, David has already been anointed as king. You got to put a pin in that. That's why you got to read the before and the after. He's already been anointed as king. He's already been identified as king. But instead of him rushing into position, instead of him calling himself forth, instead of him creating a ministry on his own, instead of him determining this is the way it's going to go, he waits on the instructions of the Lord and he goes himself right back into the, to the field and he goes right back to being a shepherd. But he has already been anointed as king. He's already been identified that this is his course, that this is his destiny, that there is something very great inside him. And so I'm just telling you that, that you're going to have to gain a different perspective to be able to operate in this new season. I told you, I didn't see radio. Um, I was on my way to be college professor. I was on my way to finish this PhD. And that's why you got to know where you are. I've even had people come back up to me and say, you know, God is a God that completes you. You know, you need to go ahead and finish your PhD. Well, the Lord ain't told me to finish my PhD yet. And when I put my PhD down, I put my PhD down to take care of the man of God in my house because my first ministry is to my house. And that's a word within, within itself. If you're not ministering and completing and your house is not taken care of and your first ministry is not to your house and your house ain't in alignment and your house ain't in order, then you're probably out of order with God anyway. <laughs> you're probably out of order. If you ain't tending to the needs of your marriage and the needs of your children and you're not focused on those things, then you're probably out of order anyway. And what we tend to do that causes more disorder is our life is that we'll continue to be led or in a way. And this intimidating thing that presents opposition or situations. Can I tell you something? If the enemy ever wants you distracted, he'll put intimidation. He'll put fear. Come on, Holy Spirit. He'll put intimidation in place so that you won't lean or be guided into a new thing because it's easier for you to be stuck in your uncomfortable place. And so um, as, as I begin to reflect and look at all these things and look at every moment in which fear capsulated me or fear kept me, it was pushing me back into a space so that I wouldn't be led by God in my new season. And I wouldn't walk into my new season and I wouldn't have the mindset for my new season because I was still stuck in an old place. Had I not let the spirit of the Lord usher me into radio, usher me into the things, the moments, the experiences, the encounters, the divine appointments, the assignments that I'm having right now, right, would not be happening. And it's happened at every journey and in different places. So it's not just been for this now, it's been for other things that I've seen and other things I've encountered, but I had to be open to a life by the spirit. I had to understand that this is what the spirit was doing and I could not discern this in my flesh in order for me be, to be able to walk into what I'm supposed to walk into. And we will, I'm just telling you, we will miss it if our perspective is off. Can I tell you something? New seasons are not comfortable. <laughs> they're not comfortable. It doesn't mean they don't flourish. It doesn't mean they're not prosperous. It doesn't mean they're not blessed, but they're not always comfortable because you're being grinded. You're being molded. You're being shifted into new positions. Come on, Holy goes. And when you're being shifted into new positions, it's not always comfortable. So here's what will happen. If you're not, if you're, a comp you can become complacent. Um, if you won't step outside the box, if you won't move more into what God is trying to tell you to go, if you won't put yourself in new circles. And what I mean by new circles is people that can elevate you, people that challenge you, people that will propel you into further into your destiny, then you're going to miss the opportunity of what God is trying to do for you 
in this season. If David had stayed comfortable with being a shepherd, he would not have walked into the position of being king. And remember, we talked about John. We're going to come back to John in just a minute. If, if, if he would have stayed content in being a shepherd, he would not have walked into the position of being king. He was the least likely person. And so you've got to be uh, very sensitive to the spirit of the Lord in this season, looking at different perspectives. Even when God called me into ministry, I didn't understand radio. I didn't understand coffee and conversations. I'm trying to give you my testimony for you to understand nothing that I'm walking into in this season did I have planned. I did not see it. I did not have eyes to see. And we know that the scripture says what? Come on, Holy Ghost, that our ways are what? Our ways are not his ways. Our ways are not his ways. He thinks higher than we think. And so in faith, faith is the evidence of things, hope for the things that are not seen. In order for us to walk in the unseen, you're going to have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the thing to that. It doesn't always come in a dream. It doesn't always come in a vision. The Holy Spirit will prompt you to go in the direction and the sensitivity to who and what he is will guide you. It will it will put you in strange moments. Isaiah 55, 8 and 9 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And I hear God saying to us, think higher. I need y'all to think higher. Y'all been thinking from a lowly position. I need you to think higher. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways. My ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. So I didn't see radio. And it's funny because you got to be able to shut out the noise. When I switched into radio, people were like, something was different. Well, something is different. Something is different, not because I switched to radio. Something is different because I'm being led by the Spirit. <laughs> Something is different because I'm being led by the spirit. So something should become different because the spirit of the Lord is leading me, right? The spirit of the Lord is leading me. Yeah, y'all, God knows the whole picture. He knows what we cannot see. He knows what we cannot see. Yeah, Chala, but it's always been in me. I started out as a very young girl. I went to college on a, a theater and drama scholarship, radio, television, and film has always been in me. Writing has always been in me, but I did not see the picture. Big picture. God saw the big picture. God knew what was, God even knew when, that Saul wasn't going to be faithful. So God was already raising David up. <laughs> God knew Saul wasn't going to be faithful. So he was already raising David up. He was already preparing David out as he was being a shepherd, as it looked like he was nothing. God was already preparing and raising David up. He was already working in David's heart. He was already working on David's mind. He was already setting David in, a, in, in the right places. And so you got to gain new perspective in this new season or you're going to be left behind. <laughs> you, you know, you're going to be left behind. Yeah, it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. My aunt just said the crushing is not comfortable, but it's necessary. It's not comfortable. New seasons are not comfortable. But if your thinking is not elevated, you're going to miss what needs to happen because of your complacency in this season. Saul had been complacent in the power that was given to him. And because he was complacent in the power that's given to him, the spirit, the, the scripture says clear, the spirit of the Lord was no longer with Saul. So fear has set in. And the, the amazing part about this, when Goliath is calling Saul out, well, calling the Israelites out, 
everybody knows the person that he's really calling out is Saul because Saul is the one that's probably the likely candidate that's going to have to fight him. And Saul is fearful because he, he knows also that the spirit of the Lord is upon him. So that's why it's important for you to gain perspective. I'm telling you, I did not see this. I did not see full my time ministry. I taught for 12 years. I had this thing that I'm going into uh, professorship and people had begun to tell me what they see and how great I was as a professor. Can I tell you something? Being great in a particular area that you ain't supposed to sit in long can set you up. Because you'll be great and it'll look like you're flourishing and God is trying to bring you to an end of a thing. You'll stay on a job 20 something years and God is trying to take you into a new season. But because you're not a sensitive enough to his prompting and his leading, you won't go. And this intimidation and this fear puts you in a place where I can't walk into the greatness. And we're, I'm priming you for what we're getting ready to see. We're going to see that of David's brothers. We're going to see that of Saul. We're going to see that of Saul's army. They were all equipped to fight the fight, right? But nobody was ready. <laughs> nobody was ready because they didn't operate in the right mindset. They had the armor, they had the tools, they had been primed for this, they had been prepped for this. It is an honor and a strategy when you're called into the army. Not just anyone was called in the army, but they didn't have the capacity to do what they needed to do in this season. <laughs> they didn't have the capacity to do what they need to do in this season. And I'm telling you, for you to have the capacity to do what you need to do in this season, besides dealing with just the fear, you're going to have to get out of the mindset of operating in your norm and allowing the Holy Spirit to lead you. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to look like it used to look. You're going to have to be set in some new places and around some new people and entertain some new conversations. You're going to have to come up a level if you want to walk into the fullness. When God led me into radio, it was not on the scope. When God led me into emceeing and hosting events, it was not on the scope. I just wanted to preach God's word. I just wanted to I just wanted to be obedient to God, but my obedience has begun to unlock doors that's changing not only my life, but the lives of everyone I'm connected to. Can I tell you something? When you make a decision to stay in a comfortable place, you are also leaving the people out that are connected to you. And for those of you that have wanted to do break generational curses, like you don't want your children doing what you need to do, you're also leaving your kids to stay in the same state because you won't break out your comfort zone. You won't break out of your comfort zone and you won't connect to the right people. In this season, you're going to have to connect to people that make you uncomfortable, that call you to go up, cause you to go up a level. You cannot keep staying with people that don't have the capacity to propel you or take you to the next level. People, I have had people get uncomfortable around me. God has told them they're supposed to be connected to me. I've done this foolishness before. I've got uncomfortable around people. And because God was trying to call me to new heights, new levels, I've disconnected before. And anytime you do that, you miss the opportunity for divine connections and God to push you into the place that he needs to push you into. Those people are there to accelerate you. It's easy to stay around people that's doing the same thing. <laughs> It's, it's easy to say, stay around people that's doing the same room or in the same places. David was isolated and out in that field for a reason. He wasn't where his brothers were. And the reason that, that I believe God had him set where he wasn't where his brothers were was so that he could operate in a different mindset and a different authority. If he would have been in the same circles doing the same thing, he'd have had the same fear. 
He'd had the same fear, but it's uncomfortable. And we don't want to connect to people who are going places or who are going to push us outside our comfort zone. It's easier for us to connect to people who are going to encourage us to be sinful, um, encourage us to be um, uh, in our same state, who are going to lie to us, who ain't going to tell us, who not going to promote us. It, it, it's just, it's, 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 it's easier for that. Why? Because that speaks to our sin. If you got people in your life that are still, and you letting you be in your uncomfortable places who won't push you and encourage you to go for all this in you those are not the people that are need that need to be there in the next season and they may have to move on or they may have to catch up and and we don't have the total vision for where god is trying to take us we will plan things and plot things and put things in place and think this is the capacity of where god has had us and he goes right back to this thing of saying my thoughts are not just the host neither are your ways my ways declares the lord as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts your thoughts there was a whole army in place before david takes the scene there was a whole army in place before david takes the scene i'm telling you your very best is probably not god's very best your very best. And there's a standard. There is something in me that was created to shake the inside of someone so that they could wake up and walk in the fullness of their purpose. That's uncomfortable. It was uncomfortable for me when it happened to me. <laughs> uncomfortable. Can I tell you something? And Being uncomfortable and fleeing is another sign of fear. <laughs> When you are uncomfortable, it's another, it's another attachment to fear. It's another way fear gets in. It's another way that you're not, that you're being kept from walking in the fullness of what you are, right? You're not going to do it because you're not going to be led because the leading feels unfamiliar, but the unfamiliar is what's going to unlock doors, open up opportunities and promote you and put you in new places. You, you better find some people to be connected to. I don't know who this is for that is going to different and to higher places, not different and to higher places. And when the Lord is leading you and opening the doors and creating divine connections, not you making them, I'm not talking about you making them because we will put ourselves in places with people that we don't even belong with them. We don't even be belonging in places. We don't belong in those places. We don't belong in those places. We think those are places and those are not holy places, right? We know those are not holy places. And, and the, the evidence that the Holy Spirit is there, the evidence that the Spirit led you to something is Jesus is on the scene. <laughs> Jesus is on the scene. That's why I tell people all the time when they start just different things that they try to connect to. I'm like, you need to connect to something when you're to be an entrepreneur or do something for christ you need to connect to things in which jesus is on the scene and i'm not talking about talking about the evidence of god that you see the fruits operating in that place that you see the fruits operating in those relationships you need to connect to the places in which jesus is on the scene but our thoughts are not our thoughts nothing that i'm connected to right now made absolutely no sense but i'm telling you i'm watching god get the glory out of my life when my husband left it did not make sense i prayed for him to be healed for years right but but god has shown me purpose in that and even in my widowhood right and that's another thing I'll have to talk about that later. You just don't let people leave you in a particular state because people will finalize you at the place of your pain. My God, people will finalize you. People will leave you at the place of your pain. But the evidence that Jesus is on the scene and the evidence that the Holy Spirit is leading you to a place is Jesus is on 
the scene. Jesus is connected to it. There's going to be love, peace, joy, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. There's going to be evidence. There's going to be fruit in the people you're connected to. God is not getting ready to connect you to in a season in which you need to be developed, called out, pulled to a place that can't develop you. He's just not going to do it. Now, he may lead you in that place and connect you to somebody who has a deeper and a bigger connection for you. So you got to know that. that That's the word of the Lord for today for us. Meditate on that. Lord, my way, your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. Father, forgive me for limiting my perspective, forgiving me for trying to discern it in my own knowledge, in my own wisdom, and in my limited capacity. Because trying to discern this in my own limited capacity is keeping me from walking in the fullness of who God called me to be. And instead of me walking in the cool, full coolness, I'm stuck in the same place. And God is trying to pour new wine into us in a new season. I don't know about you, but I'm not missing anything in this season. <laughs> I'm not missing anything in this season. I told you yesterday, the enemy will try to present you with trials and things as if God is not there. The He intimidated them and paraded them on purpose. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit tomorrow about 1 Peter 5 and 8 and the intimidation it's full of words. Anxiety comes, worry comes, and weary weariness comes. Saul was afraid because he felt like he was ill-equipped. A lot of times we won't walk into new places and new seasons because we feel like we're ill-equipped, but you're not ill-equipped. God has been depositing and working this thing out, and whatever else he needs to equip you with, he'll equip you in the next season. So you got to sometimes pause and stop and see where the Lord is trying to lead you to in this next season. Well, that's it. I'm out of time. I'm out of time. I'm out of time. God is teaching us. God is teaching us. Lord, change my perspective. Just pray that this morning. Father God, change my perspective. Make me sensitive to your voice when I'm not hearing you speak, but you're trying to lead me. Let me be led by you. Let me not resist you or quench you, Holy Spirit. Father, forgive me for places in which I've been quenching you. Renew my mind, renew my spirit, renew my soul so that I'm able to walk in the fullness so that you can get the glory. Wake up the dry and stale places in my life and in my heart so that I no longer limit myself to the capacity of what you think I am. You might have one medical practice or one nursing and God trying to give you practices. God is trying to give you businesses. God is trying to connect you. That's why when I'm offering classes, take the classes. I'm not offering classes just to, um, to offer classes, especially the free classes. I'm offering classes because the Holy Spirit put the wisdom in me to give you these classes so that you can be propelled into your next, your destiny. But our comfortable places will think, I don't need that. And the Holy Spirit is prompting us to go take that class. I'm getting ready to register for a class today on writing. I know that I'm an excellent writer, but I felt the Lord bring my attention back to taking this class on writing. Go take this class, Lakeisha. Why? Because the Lord is trying to do something to me. But I could justify, oh, I already wrote a book or I already been here before. I've been writing all my life. No, I need to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit because connecting to this class, it may not just be the class. It may be somebody in that class. It may be something in that moment. You've got to be led by the Spirit in this season. Let me get my butt out of here. I love y'all so much, but more than that, God loves you. God loves you, and I need you to go be loved today, but more than anything, I need you to understand the capacity in you is greater than you could ever imagine. You are not even a hint probably of where God is trying. I keep hearing multiple 
practices, y'all Robinson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Multiple practices, multiple practices. You'll know what that means. I just keep hearing that multiple practices, multiple. And I had to say it right there because I know when God multiple practices, that's all I keep hearing. So we just thank you, Lord God, for her multiple practices, for her open, you opening doors to her that no man can shut. We thank you for her multiple practices in Jesus name. We thank you for every door opening, every opportunity, the funding she needs, the money she needs, Lord God. We thank you for her debt-free opportunities and you expanding her, licensing her, credentialing her all throughout the world. In Jesus' name, amen. I love y'all so much. I love y'all so, so much. I'll see y'all back here in the morning at 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.